Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Buckeye Talk. This is the lightning round edition of our podcast. And let me explain to our loyal listeners what we're doing here. This got dropped into our feed last week and I wasn't happy about it. But what we're trying to do is provide five headlines that then can be given to Google and that they can be sent out in the world so that more people can find Buckeye Talk. And wouldn't that be wonderful? So I understand why we're doing it, but we do not want to compromise our core audience. We love you guys. You're the reason that we exist. So we're dropping these headlines in to our feed at the moment. I'm sorry you got surprised by it last week. I kind of threw a fit about it. But this can be like a fun little thing. This is a lightning round. If you are not in the mood for two hours, and I I hope you usually are, this can be a fun little thing. I'm going to try to make it a little more interesting, but this is what this is. These individual headlines can get broken up and will get broken up and get sent out into the Googleverse. But we're also going to give them to you as like a, you know, like a little quick hit, little aperitif, like a little chicken finger on a plate at the fancy thing that you feel uncomfortable at and your jacket's too tight and your pants, you haven't worn your good pants in a couple months and you've gained weight and you feel weird. That's what this is. <laughs> so we're going to give you these five headlines. We appreciate you hanging with us on Buckeye Talk. Um, this is not the core podcast. We'll see if these keep dropping in. We are always experimenting at Cleveland.com, always trying to find ways to serve you better, um, to serve ourselves better, to try to stay relevant in the current media environment. And if that means doing five headlines for the Google folks, then we're going to do it. So these are, these are our Ohio State football headlines for the Big Ten Championship Week from Doug Maurice of Cleveland.com and Buckeye Talk. Ohio State will face Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship on Saturday night in Indianapolis. The Buckeyes go in at 12-0, one of three undefeated teams in college football. They are a nearly three-touchdown favorite over the Badgers, and the Buckeyes certainly have been successful in championship games before. This is the fifth appearance for the Buckeyes in the nine-year history of the Big Ten Championship. And these are the two big boys here. This is Wisconsin's sixth appearance in the Big Ten Championship. Wisconsin so far two and three in Big Ten title games. Ohio State three and one in Big Ten title games. Michigan State, the only other program to have gone to the Big Ten Championship more than once. So that means of the 18 spots in the nine Big Ten Championship games, 14 of them have been taken up by three teams. Penn State, Iowa, Northwestern, 
among those that have gone once. And that means seven Big Ten teams have never gone at all. Michigan, Maryland, Rutgers, Indiana, Purdue, Minnesota, and Illinois on the outside looking in as the two powerhouses of Big Ten championship era. The Buckeyes and the Badgers will meet in Indianapolis on Saturday night. Again, number six for Wisconsin and number five for Ohio State. Ohio State awaiting the Heisman voting. Those ballots went out to Heisman voters this week. They are due on Monday morning after the conference championship weekend. And three Buckeyes in contention to make it to New York. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, the former Ohio State quarterback who transferred to start for the Tigers the last two years. Certainly the prohibitive favorite to win the Heisman at this point. But could Chase Young, Justin Fields, and J.K. Dobbins all make it to New York as Heisman finalists? It appears that there are maybe seven or eight players in the mix to get to New York. And each year, every Heisman voter, and there are about 930 of them, those Heisman voters vote for three people, first, second, and third. The Heisman Trust then brings between three and five people to New York as Heisman finalists, sometimes six, but they try to find the natural cutoff in the voting. So that's the issue for Fields, Dobbins, and Young. Can they get enough support to be ahead of the natural cutoff in the voting? The quarterbacks really in contention seem to be Burrow, Fields, and Oklahoma's Jalen Hurts. Tua Tonga-Vailoa from Alabama, who is hurt and out for the year, might get some consideration. Maybe Trevor Lawrence of Clemson, maybe Justin Herbert of Oregon. The running backs in contention appear to be J.K. Dobbins, Wisconsin's Jonathan Taylor, and Oklahoma State's Chuba Hubbard. Maybe Utah's Zach Moss or Clemson's Travis Etienne. But most likely, if any running backs get there, it will be Dobbins, Taylor, or Hubbard. No real other skill position options. And then clearly Chase Young, the defensive end who leads the nation in sacks with 16 and a half, is the most likely defensive candidate. So probably a pool of seven or eight guys for those four or five spots. Three of them are Buckeyes and one is a former Buckeye. What happens on championship weekend certainly will factor in. And then on Monday, we will find out how many Ohio State Buckeyes will be going to New York for the Heisman ceremony the following Saturday. This Big Ten championship game is a rematch between the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Wisconsin Badgers. In the history of power conference championship games, there have been 27 rematches so far, where the teams playing for a conference title met previously in the regular season. Ten of those 27 times, the team that lost the first game won the second game. So teams in Wisconsin's position are 10 and 17 so far. Wisconsin was a 38 to 7 loser to Ohio State in Ohio Stadium, and this game will be on a neutral site. That was uh, a game that was 10 to 7 early in the third quarter. But in that game, in the end, Ohio State outgained Wisconsin 431 yards to 191 yards. So to win by 31 to almost double or more than double, actually, Wisconsin yardage. Ohio State clearly had its way, and that was on a day when the weather wasn't great and the Buckeyes felt like in better weather they could have scored even more. This game will be in a dome in perfect conditions, and that should favor Ohio State. It's not impossible, but certainly a tall order 
for Wisconsin to try to get revenge on the Buckeyes in their second matchup of this season. Ohio State has broken a drought in the Big Ten Coach of the Year Award for the first time in 40 years since Earl Bruce won the award in 1979. And Ohio State boss is the best coach in the Big Ten. At least half the people think so. Ohio State first-year coach Ryan Day won that award this week, and the Big Ten does offer two separate coaching awards. Coaches vote on the award, as does the media. This year, the media awarded Ryan Day, while the coaches picked Minnesota's P.J. Fleck. Minnesota certainly exceeded expectations, but again, Ohio State is one of only three undefeated teams in the country, and in the Cleveland.com preseason poll, that is the most official preseason poll you will find about the Big Ten, the Buckeyes were not predicted to win the Big Ten East. That honor went to Michigan. That clearly was wrong. So Ohio State obviously has exceeded expectations this year, yet it was not enough for Ryan Day's peers to vote him as the best coach in the conference. However, the media did vote for Ryan Day, and so the 40-year jinx, which included John Cooper, Jim Trestle and Urban Meyer never winning Big Ten Coach of the Year, even as Trestle and Meyer won National Coach of the Year awards, and even as Trestle and Meyer won national championships, that drought is over. Ohio State, the best program in this conference, finally has the best coach in this conference. The battle for number one in the college football playoff rankings continues into conference championship weekend. Ohio State remained number one in the latest rankings from the college football playoff committee, and that committee will release its final rankings on Sunday afternoon. Conference championship games are on Friday and Saturday, and assuming they win, the battle for number one will remain between Ohio State and LSU. Ohio State is facing number eight, Wisconsin, in the Big Ten Championship. Number two, LSU, is facing number four, Georgia, in the SEC Championship on Saturday afternoon. So, if both teams win, LSU would have the more impressive victory in terms of the quality of the opponent. However, perhaps a blowout of Wisconsin could help Ohio State stay at number one. The Buckeyes, in 2014, beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing in the Big Ten Championship to make their playoff case. Either way, both teams are in with the win and probably are in even with a loss. That's how much distance, a distance there appears to be between the Buckeyes and the Tigers and the rest of the college football playoff contenders. But that battle for number one does matter. First of all, the playoff semifinals are at the Peach Bowl in Atlanta and at the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, outside Phoenix. The number one seed will get preference on where they want to play. Second of all, Clemson looks locked in as the number three seed in the playoff, and the Tigers have been playing very well in the second half of the season. They are undefeated. They had a close call in the first half of the year, but this has been a program that has been on top of the college football world, and avoiding Clemson in the semifinal is something that probably both LSU and Ohio State would like to do. The likely contenders for number four are Utah out of the Pac-12 and Oklahoma or Baylor in the Big 12. If LSU loses to Georgia, that would shake things up, but then it would not be a battle for number one anymore. So the issue is, if the Buckeyes and Tigers both win, who will be number one on Sunday? I think Ohio State will maintain that ranking almost no matter what. 
unless Ohio State barely wins and LSU blows out Georgia, because I think the statistics would show uh, this committee that Ohio State is the more balanced and overall uh, t- uh, a, a team with a greater depth across the board. And the committee in the in the past has showed that it certainly does like and appreciate and reward balance. LSU might have a slightly stronger strength of schedule, but I think if both teams win, Ohio State will remain number one. But keep that in mind as you watch the games on championship weekend. Uh, Yes, teams have to win, but also the fight for number one will matter because that number one seed will should have a slightly easier path to the national championship game than the number two seed.